0: Welcome to the Daniel Burke Show.
1: I want to create a hundred episodes of podcasts. The longest Snapchat I've ever filmed. One a day. Coming on. No real purpose. Coming on. No real topics to cover. Coming on. Just me talking. Coming on.
0: Coming on. Three, two, one.
1: I like this. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to day 25 of the Daniel Burke Show. Can you believe it? Already a quarter of the way through after this episode, that's insane. Think about 25 days, the beginning of February, I set out on this 100 episode challenge for myself and already a quarter of the way through. Today's episode, we got my boy Don back on the show, the travelling yeti. Hola. What's going on, Don? Nothing much, mate, just
0: soaking up the rays, got a bit of a beach this morning, feeling good. Yeah, what did we do this morning? Let's tell the fans. Well, we got up at the crack of dawn. Ventured up to Mooloolaba before the sun rose and launched the DJI drone into the air and captured a beautiful sunrise before shredding some waves and drinking some health shakes.
1: Health shakes, yeah. We get on our health grind. Uh, if you guys have never seen the DJI Mavic Pro, you need to check it out. How insane is this thing, though
0: The footage in 4K is absolutely incredible. I was blown away. And... Um, I'm just fortunate
1: we didn't see any sharks from the footage swimming around us, so (laughs) that's good. We were swimming at the beach and uh, filming ourselves, and we had a fair few uh, interested onlookers. I suppose I would be kind of interested too if I had a drone flying around my head. So, on today's show, it's going to be kind of a different one. We're going to have some sort of conversation between Don and I, but we've got the book here, Tools of Titans, by Tim Ferriss. Uh... I haven't read much of it, to be honest, but I know how good it's going to be because of who the writer is. Tim Ferriss is an awesome dude. If you haven't, check out his podcast and his website or whatever. Um, I, got, I got my boy Don a copy of this book for when he got back home, and just because I wanted, I wanted my friends to start reading it so we can talk about different, different points that it has in it, really. Just have general discussions and see how far the rabbit hole goes. So I figured that's what we're going to do today. Don is uh, riding shotgun and he's got the Tools of Titans book in his hand. He's going to flip to a random page, which I think he's already found. And we're just going to read something off the off the book and then start a discussion and see where that goes and just repeat that process until we we wind up where we need to be.
0: So this is from a man. It's not a lot of... Uh, crowd favourites due to, you know, his show and cockiness. However, May, uh, Floyd Mayweather talks about something interesting in, in this and saying, worrying about it now isn't going to change the damn thing. And he goes on to say, why would I be wound up at, about it after losing a match? And I really liked it, actually, because there's absolutely no point in worrying Like, when you walk out of an exam, as long as you tried your best, you put down as many correct answers as you think was right, then why should it matter? I mean, there's no... uh, You should feel guilty, yeah, for sure, if you haven't put 100% in, or you know you should have been playing less video games when you should have been studying. I've been guilty of that. We've (laughs) all been guilty of playing way too
1: much Xbox. All through high school. So who said that, Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd... Ben Waymether ben Floyd Mayweather <laughs> Waymether But he hasn't lost a fight He's well. like 49-0 <laughs>
0: Well exactly Well uh, Yeah Hunter I'm telling you I'm just chilling watching the game I said you're not up Oh okay He was
1: talking about someone else's game That explains uh, it
0: Maybe he might be a bit hung up If he lost one of his own
1: have I've definitely Failed my fair share of exams And I remember One night in, year t- in high school I was up the night before A Math C exam Math C is like, I don't know, how would you describe it? High-level maths? High-level maths going on to things like engineering, astrophysics, rocket science. Yeah, exactly. So I'm doing all these advanced mathematics subjects in in high school and also trying to balance maintaining the number one spot on the Australian Call of Duty Championship ladder. And so, as you could imagine, I, my priorities weren't weren't aligned with what I should have been doing in terms of studying for the Math C exam. All through the semester, I instead built one of the best Call of Duty teams of all time with, with a few of my fellow classmates and my younger brother. And so the night before the exam, I'm studying all this stuff, and I don't understand it whatsoever. And I was literally in tears. Like, I was like, far out. I'm going to fail this exam. And for what cause? Like, and now I look back on school. Yeah, sure. Like the exam didn't really mean that much to be honest it got wound up at school as if it meant a lot but now i look back it didn't really mean that much but i think the thing i look back on most and that i'm most upset about is the fact that i didn't put in the the maximum effort that i i could have and that's really what disappoints me the most in any situation what would you think don you got a time you can relate you got an example? I think more procrastination
0: and more than anything I mean I did have a gaming phase but if I ever had big exams coming up in university, my point I would have the cleanest house, the cleanest room throughout the entire year when I had exam periods because I would just put off study because I was so unattracted to just reading endless notes procrastinating procrastination. yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, that was sort of my distraction to sort of negating reading books. So it
1: was somewhat productive, but not productive. So you clean the house instead of uh, studying. Yeah, exactly. I do the same thing. Yeah. I have the cleanest damn room all the time. <laughs> but I think... I was listening to this uh, podcast yesterday, and they were talking about states of flow. Um, procrastination creates a risk for you. And so, like... If you imagine you're creating this risk, uh, there was a saying I always used to say to, through university, and one of my mates, George, he'll he'll reconcile with this: is uh, pressure builds diamonds. So by procrastinating, wow, <laughs> by procrastinating, you're essentially creating this um, this pressure for yourself to get it to get all this work done in a certain time slot. So I don't know. Maybe procrastination is a a form of productivity. Yeah. However counterintuitive that sounds Maybe it's just subconscious telling you To pull over You're just putting it. it off Yeah you're putting it off to a certain period Until I don't know Push comes to shove and you have to do it You don't have any other choice Because if you I don't know If, you, if you've got all this time allotted to it Then of course you're going to fill that time up with With stuff that You prefer to do in the moment I suppose If you're not in love with the work that is you dev- I definitely choose other things I have I always choose other things that's why I'm sort of glad that I started this show it forces so I you can- yeah exactly I-, I started this 100 day challenge so it forces me to do something every day
0: yeah that's good practice sort of making yourself want to do the more difficult thing being yeah, that, being that sw- salmon that swims against all the other ones yeah. going the different direction not being a sheep
1: yeah exactly like you could have like what you talked about last night in day 24 on last night's episode you could have easily stayed in Australia I could have easily stayed at home could have
0: had an easy job could have stayed with all my friends but you know the opportunity to live a new experience and be way out of my comfort zone create some with... new
1: stories exactly stories isn't that what we live for that's it I live for the story I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to write another chapter in the story. Alright. So, what, we, what did we just explore? Oh, Floyd Mayweather saying something about why would I be bothered if I lost? There's no point. And just move on to the next thing, I guess. So, what do we got? We've got page 174,
0: Mark Anderson. And he says, what does your ideal... Day look like? The example is, uh, for this particular person, is the perfect day is caffeine for 10 hours, alcohol for 4, it balances everything out perfectly. And obviously this is a joke, but what does your perfect day entail? Does it entail uh, X amount of hours sleep or a certain type of food intake? Do you like to do exercise, see people?
1: Are you asking me? Well, I'm just giving you examples. Oh. Because that, that you just pretty much told... It just explained exactly what my perfect day is. Yeah? Do you like to achieve something every day? I like to create something every day. Creation? Yeah, my two two non-negotiables at the moment is being physical and creating something. And so this is why I started a daily podcast, is because I'm effectively creating something every day. And being physical is... Me lifting weights, etc., or like going for a walk, or taking yeah. the dogs for a walk, or doing some yoga, or something like that. Yep, so they're my two non negotiables I do every day. Nice,
0: I like that. I say my ideal day looks like well, obviously, I've returned from a, a, a long trip away, so I'm working on making a routine of my life over here now, getting ready to transition to, to a what new did an job. ideal day look like in London? Ideal day in London uh, involved getting out of bed um, before the sunrise, and then. What make, time with the sunrise? Uh, about eight thirty, nine a.m. That was the earliest. Yeah, that's in winter. In summer, it's about six, six a.m. Yeah. Um, and then I get to work. Um, I try not to get abused by any patients, which is pretty high up on the list. And no, you then, can't control that. Well you sort of can you sort of can you have to be able to read situations very carefully and also people's body language and but you can never going. control
1: how other people are going to react well exactly but you can control where you'll be when they react you can control how you fit, yeah, how you react to their reaction exactly you can make it worse or you can just move on alright so you you wake up before the sunrise you try not to be harassed by uh, patients yeah make sure I make time for
0: myself to eat because obviously it's a very um, pumping job, you always go go go. So how would you make time to eat? Um, so we have limited time when we're at hospital. Fourteen minutes. Fourteen in the, minutes. When, when we get to hospital, like after we've dropped the patient off, so in those fourteen minutes, I'll probably like have a snack, go to the toilet, and make myself ready. You know, send a few messages or something like that, and then get the radio on and be ready for the next person who needs help. Um, Where did know, that number come from? Fourteen sounds pretty specific. So the service requires, um, you know, that the ambulances are on road for X amount of time during the day, and fourteen minutes was a calculated number, by basically the people who sponsor London Ambulance Ah, so it's purely monetary based. Um, so I make sure I get my food at certain times, and then when I've done that. I always like to try and make sure I finish on time. Obviously, that's not controllable. um, But to an extent, it is. So, if I finish up at the right hospital, I should be able to get back and finish within 15 to 30 minutes of work. Um, Ride home. Try not to get hit by a car as there's... What's it like riding through... Peak hour traffic in London. Yeah. At first, initially very daunting and scary. um, But... Afterwards, after you learn how to read traffic, how to read currents, how drivers behave at certain times of the day,
1: it becomes really enjoyable swifting, like sweeping in and out of traffic. So is that what you'll do? You won't just ride up on the side of the road, you like go in between cars? In between
0: cars, yeah. But, you know, it does sound dangerous, but it's actually quite safe, especially when cars are travelling at low speeds. Yeah. And you're always using like your surroundings, like reflections, or you know, looking reflections of what? Reflections of cars or through buses, you know, to see around to see if there's any pedestrians walking through.
1: Ah, oh, so you're watching, using the reflections of cars to watch out for other cars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, looking. Smart. At,
0: looking at people's body language from the back of their car to see if
1: they're looking it's left like or right. Like you're playing a vi- video game. Well. Oh, yeah. Exactly right, but you only get one life in this one. Yeah. No. No coming back from this life. Alright, so you ride home in peak hour traffic, and then what? Um,
0: cook myself up a nice nutritious little snack, and maybe watch an episode of something before going off to sleep for a, uh, a nice deep slumber in a, in a room on a quiet alleyway. How many hours of sleep do you... Uh... For a 12 hour day, I need at least 7-8 seven, eight, seven, eight hours, because yep. it's like high
1: intensity, you know, you're using a lot of brain juice. Um, Definitely. I, yeah, I, that was one of my goals of um, 2017 actually. Using the alarm feature on the iPhone in the clock app, I want to average eight hours of sleep for the whole year. That's really good, yeah,
0: absolutely. And you can tell immediately when your body's not going well because you've had, you know, six and a half hours sleep, you know, if you've been up a little bit late or if you've changed your diet. I always make sure I'm eating really, really healthy whilst I'm at work because if I don't, then my energy levels drop straight away. And I'm, no, oh, yeah. I'm not able to work as well as I can. And you have to try and replace the energy with caffeine. Exactly, a stimulant, and then you crash harder. And so it goes on and on and on. But now I'm looking to have daily exercise or second daily exercise and incorporate Bikram yoga and also being able to see all my friends on a regular basis. So, my boy.
1: My boy. But, um,. Nah, no, it's good to have you back. Still still strange to have you here. Uh, it's strange to be here, but this melting sun... I had a good day this morning. Went up to the beach, sunrise, surfed. We already said this, but far out, it was a good morning.
0: It's was the first time I'd be to an Australian beach in two years.
1: Yeah. That's and big. I, I had a few
0: moments today, I will say. I did just sit down in the surf at one point and let the waves lap over. Why? Very...
1: What were you doing then? Just mindful Just being
0: Just being mindful Just being Just lapping it in Just being there Being Just letting go of all muscle tension Just relaxing Just enjoying the moment Exactly And try to do that more often too I know It's hard, you know Particularly when you live in a city like London
1: Everyone, always.
0: Everyone's go, go, go is, you got to get from point A to point B As fast as you can You're always looking at your phone Listening to music You're blocking out All the other senses, there's no real
1: human interactions anymore. Um, I feel as if, like, there's not that much time spent being mindful or reflecting. Not just, maybe not just in London, but just in general at the moment. Like, reflection is a big thing. Because you think about it, you're having people going from one job to another in the evening or Going from one job To watching six hours Of television There's no No quiet time No It's like you're doing Being blasted by stimulus All the time Always Yeah Always having these External inputs That's what I've been trying To do more and more Is to get quiet time Like today at the beach That was That was good Just chilling out in the surf Having a laugh At that old Old guy Who was uh, Having a yarn Just having Just talking really loudly And I don't know Having a good time Weren't laughing at him we were laughing with him. Really, he was telling some funny stories. We don't really understand what he was saying, but <laughs> it came out funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, quiet time is yeah paramount, and I always. I How know. did you find quiet time in as a paramedic? Uh,
0: I got my quiet time through meditation at home. I'd close my blinds, i dark my room, and um, I'd either put on like noise canceling headphones or earplugs. How often did you do that? I'd Sit down, um, pretty regularly maybe every like second day or if I was feeling particularly stressed after a hard day at work yeah I might do like a longer session and just um take, take me time take it in and see why I was feeling like this and what I can do to alleviate you know certain stresses or you know ways I could avoid certain situations so reflection on practice is very important and that you can take that 100% into, take that into account when you meditate and um mind's able to fully evaluate why things happen to you. And what how are you can move forward. Exactly. Very valuable. Very valuable skill
1: that everyone should not learn. Self-awareness. Being mindful. Massive things. you got to try out this sensory deprivation tank. I think you'll love it. I've, um, yeah, you've heard, you've told me some good stories about it so far. I think,
0: um, being Almost like sucked into a black hole
1: I'd imagine <laughs> That's sort of what I felt like It was as if my consciousness Was just floating through Through space I was as if I was one of those astronauts That go into those Cryo chambers for like 400 years And end up on the other side of the galaxy Ah oh, god damn I left the oven on That's yeah That's legit <laughs> at, at some Some stage That's how I felt You know it just popped into my head Remember when we used to do debating Yeah Oh, far out, that was fun Yeah, remember that day I didn't write my debate at
0: all
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't write a speech? Didn't write a speech at all Was it it us or was it you or something or us in a team where we had to do that improv night And so an improv debating night is where you literally rock up an hour before you're supposed to speak And you get given the topic when you arrive so you don't know what you're supposed to speak about You're just supposed to start And the improv night We uh, We argued the wrong side of the argument Was that us? Yeah I think so yeah. So they There was this topic I can't remember what the topic was But of, of course in, any, in most debates There's a, a for and against type thing And both teams I, don't, I can't remember if we were in the wrong Or they were in the wrong I think it was us that um, we both argued the four side of the of the, the, ar- argument. the argument. So the debate just ended up being a tie because we both argued the same thing. So go figure.
0: Obviously, our side
1: was better than their side. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure if we if we were arguing the same thing, our arguments were better anyway. So we would have won. Because you know that's what we're like. <laughs> <laughs> we got any more points in there?
0: Um, Actually, I just opened onto a page that you're a bit partial to. 104 chicken nuggets. Oh. The Super Bowl was in Houston, Texas in 2004. I lived like a mile from the Relent Stadium. For the Super Bowl, McDonald's did a special where you could get 20 McNuggets for around $4. And I was super broke at the time, so I thought, man, I'm just going to stock up on one of these. The way you might get ramen or cans of Campbell's, which I would do when they went on sale, I'd always buy a bunch of them. So I just like got a bunch of McNuggets, and then I love McNuggets. I had a sweet talk to the person, so they gave me lots of extra sauce and sweet and sour sauce. So. Who's this? You just closed the book. I just closed the book.
1: <laughs> Where did this story come from?
0: <laughs> but this is. I think this is one of the big problems with our society is that we are promoting the sale or the bulk production of low-quality, high-fat
1: and sodium foods. Oh, yeah. So
0: that people can um, already opt them
1: over, you know, fresh produce. Well, you look at it. We went to that health food store today, right? Yeah. And how expensive was it for stuff there? Nine bucks for a shake that was in, like, a small cup. There's a tax on eating healthily. There's a tax. But you can get 100 McNuggets for what? $12 12 dollars or something like that. That's crazy. You go to McDonald's and get and it's not just McDonald's, but McDonald's is easy to pick on cuz they're the biggest one. Get meals and get like your entire daily calorie intake in one burger yep. for like 3 or 4 dollars. Whereas you go to go to a health food shop and you'll pay 20 something dollars for one meal. That's a f- 300 400 calories.
0: Yeah, and and so does the point It's kind of an
1: unbalance, right? Like our one part of the world has too much food and the other part of the world has not enough food.
0: And particularly, I mean, low socioeconomic areas where you know there's not a great education or they don't have good facilities or community resources. And, you know, family dinner, just go down to the local fast food restaurant, kids can play in the, the gym. Playing the ball pit, kids or everyone's just slamming back, you know, high sugar drinks and it's quite sad. Uh, How do we fix it? Uh, well Good question. <laughs> these kids are already obese. They
1: this is all they know, so when you know, if they can procreate. You know what? I was reading the other day that even children now, or even us, we've got the pre precursors to to heart disease because of what our diets are like growing up. So you'll have kids as young as like eight who who are showing precursor signs of heart disease because of their their diet. So essentially, what happens when you have too much sugar and whatnot? It's like taking a toothbrush to the back side of your hand and just continually scrubbing until it blisters, and then you eat more sugar, and it's like as if you you keep you keep scrubbing the same wound. That's what that's how atherosclerosis occurs in. In the arteries and veins. It's a good analogy. Yeah. So, that's, like... And they're having these, as you said, these high-sugar drinks, these Slurpees, these Gatorades, whatever, that are just effectively damaging the arteries at such a young age and just not setting them up well for for the next 40, 60, 80, 100 years, whatever. I don't know. Do you think it's... it's a, crazy. Do you think that
0: um, a certain demographic of people... Um, dying at a younger age Is good for the world's population
1: Well that's the thing I, It's like a paradox right We talk about how unhealthy like We say these things How oh, People should eat better People should move more I'm guilty of this like, That's what I try to do I try to get people to eat better I try to get people to move more But At the same time We're living longer than we ever had so it's weird, right? Like we have all these health issues, but at the same time you look back 200, 300 years ago, the average age was average like 50. age was like 40% lower than what it is now. So it's like, what, maybe 80 plus in a in most western countries or mm-hmm. maybe higher, higher. And at the same time Got all these health issues Maybe we're just being Brainwashed by the news Like it's pulling us Two different ways They're getting said That there's so many Health problems At the same time As Selling us food Whoa Just worked it out We <laughs> are Hacking They're getting are getting played The so. media is playing us
0: Shall we go into the next next? How
1: do we question? get onto that? Oh nuggets. Nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Look, I've had chicken nuggets in the past. We're all partial they're, to a nug. They're pretty tasty. I've done eating challenges in the past as well. I've eaten myself into the point where I was immobile for several hours. <laughs> I, one time I did this burger eating challenge and there was that much cheese. I, I can't even explain to you how much cheese there was. But I was literally full till Mid afternoon The next day And then you were Two kilos lighter It was Yeah it was ridiculous I don't know why Like these things I don't know why I do that to myself Sometimes Accomplishment I talk about I'm so backwards I'm so I don't know What's it called Ironic or
0: No what's Um, it called
1: When you say something But do another thing Um Oh this is gonna Really bother me Yeah Yeah. I can't Ah Hypocrite
0: Hypocrite Yeah I'm hypocritical we can all be hypocritical though
1: sometimes. Oh, you know? yeah. I don't, it's very hard to stay 100% true to your word. I, I'd like to find someone who's, who's 100% true to their word. Like one day we'll achieve Mother Teresa status. I don't know if there is someone who's ever been 100% true to their word. Maybe, maybe We like to tell ourselves who we are I like to tell myself that I am I talk about all this health and well, if you can Well-being come... and eating and stuff like that And then I go and do eating challenges <laughs> Eat myself into oblivion oh, And then yeah. go, oh, you should eat better <laughs> I'm one to tell you I've donuts. just had four kilos of burger And two kilos of fries You should eat better
0: <laughs> Go me Conquering fear Equals defining fear so, what's the context? Set aside a certain number of days during which you shall be content with the scantiest and cheapest fare. With coarse and rough dress, say to yourself the
1: while, is the is this the condition that I feared? Ah, this is Seneca. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stoicism. I've been re- researching about stoicism the last 18 months to two years or so. Tell me, Daniel. So... What what essentially Seneca is saying here, he's saying uh, the the point he ends with is this the condition I so feared? So what does that mean? So it means have time periods in your life where you essentially put yourself in the worst case scenario that you're fearing, uh, and you do it purposefully. Why? So that you can experience what that scenario is like, and then if it ever happens in the future, you'll be like you'll be as if able to say, is this a condition I so feared? So what's an example? If you're afraid one day you'll lose your house, start sleeping on the floor for a week. Then you'll realize, hey, maybe this is not that bad. And after sleeping on the floor for a few days, you'll be able to go, well, is this a condition I so feared? Maybe maybe not even that big. Maybe if you just like can't afford food for a week. You're free or afraid that one one week you won't be able to afford the meals you like or you can't go out to dinner with your significant other or something because I don't know any sort of restriction Try just eating beans and rice for a week You'll survive Beans and rice have all the nutrients you need It's also halfway to a burrito That's that's a brilliant way of looking at it Halfway to a burrito Eat beans and rice for a week and then you'll realize is this a condition I so feared if you can't all of a sudden go out for dinner or you can't, you don't, I know, you want to skip that morning espresso every so often. Well, that's another thing. Try a week without caffeine. So that's, that's, a, that's the principle of uh, the, that, that teaching from Seneca, who was a, a Greek philosopher like 2,000 or so years ago, is to put yourself in these harsh scenarios so it prepares you for them in the future if you ever, if you ever so want to, to do it. I think I I did an episode on this, maybe within the first half a dozen or so, how I was afraid to start this podcast. Now I'm 25 days in and and having the time of my life. So is this a condition I so feared? Absolutely not. Not really. Accomplished. What is a physical fear? Yeah, what even is a fear? What is a thought? Oh, getting deep. Fear For me Yeah what's a fear for you? Fear
0: Is something That I cannot control What's a, p- a Specific example Do you have any Something you're afraid of? I have an incredible fear Of being Gobbled up by a shark While swimming in the ocean
1: Really? And I
0: know that is solely due to News propaganda And Steven Spielberg However My My journey this year is going to bring me to swim across the ocean from headland to headland. So wait, what What are you doing? You're swimming from... Yeah, I'm swimming an ocean race at Noosa. Yeah. With my mother. I made that promise and I will accomplish it. When are it you doing that?
1: At the yeah. end of the year. End of the year. So what, like November, uh, October? Yeah, October. October. So you got eight months or so, or seven months to prepare.
0: Prepare. Um, and you know what, the physical preparation is fine, I have no problem with that, I know I can train myself and work hard when I need to, it's just the, the thought of being over complete open water, and not being able to do any, like, not being able to do anything about it, but at the same time, one of the things I want to do most in life, is go swimming with great whites, off the coast of Cape Town, in a box, in a, in a steel cage. In a shark tank. Yep. Absolutely. I think that would be incredible me too so at the same time it's my biggest fear but I also want to be face to face with my biggest fear and I think you grow from something like that oh 100% I think it's what we talked about in our last um, episode Daniel putting yourself out of your comfort zone
1: yeah well, that's, that speaks directly back to that point from Seneca is that put yourself outside of your comfort zone and I don't know try something out try something new that's what this podcast is for me. Every episode's new, so <laughs> I literally don't know what I'm going to talk about until a few minutes beforehand. And so try it out and is this, ask yourself, is this a condition I so feared? What do you reckon? Wrap this up? Wrap this up. Good session. Learn about fears. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets and Pat. Floyd Mayweather losing losing fights. He hasn't lost a professional one yet. Maybe eventually. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm so so thankful to have Don back on the show for a second time. Thank you, Don. I'm here all year. Here all year. year. Yeah, so this is one of many. (laughs) One of many. Uh, But whatever you're doing, have an awesome day today. If you learn something new, make sure you share it. I'd love to find out. My website is mrdburke.com. My email is danielatmrdburke.com. But, yeah, have an awesome day. I love you all. Catch
0: you later. Ciao.